Hey all, it's another week, another episode of Blindside. Oh no, it's Blindsided. Uh, Booyah. But I have to say it both ways because I guess here in the studio they think we're called Blindside. Anyways, uh, of course it's great to have everybody back. I've got Joe. Joe. Okay. Uh, Barry's here, right? Yep, great to be here. Great to be back. We've got a special guest. We've got Greg in the studio. And, of course, Scott's here. Scott? Scott? Just a complete dunderhead when it comes to anything creative. (laughs) Scotty doesn't go to the podcast with me, even though he knows it's every Thursday. He says that he's at camp, and he has to go. Still, we use his clips, and Scotty doesn't go. Scotty doesn't go, whoa. Don't go, Scotty. Scotty doesn't go. Scotty doesn't go, oh. Scotty says that he's out shopping for the scouts and he's not stopping. Because Scotty doesn't go. Scotty doesn't go. Scotty doesn't go, whoa. So don't go, Scotty. Scotty doesn't go. I can't believe that he's gone camping <laughs> while we're all here out podcasting. Let's hope his nipples aren't out there ripping. Take a three-way call, but he's not answering. Answering. Scotty doesn't go. Scotty doesn't go. Scotty doesn't go. Oh, don't go, Scotty. Scotty doesn't go. Scotty doesn't go. Oh, don't go, Scotty. Very nice. Listen, I did that today, and so that brings up two things. One, Scott's not here. Uh, and two is I really need Barry's help to, to produce these Probably. a little better. I would love to help. Yes, so we will be doing that. But uh, we're going to call Joe in. If you're out there hustling. Sorry, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to call Joe in, and then we're going to get started. We'll see. Joe, by the way, is uh, the latest victim of COVID, so um, it's making its way through the blindsided crew. Hello? Andrew? Uh, uh, Joe? Is your nurse there? Can you hear me, or is this an angel? <laughs> is this an angel talking to me? Joe, don't go to the, into the light. Stay away from the light. What up, Joe? Uh, Joe, you missed so much when you were away. Uh, I just played a song about Scott, because um, he's never here. I, I imagine the sound was fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's perfect. Um <laughs> So in the studio, it's Barry, and I have Greg Verbeck here. Um, Jesus! Yes. Uh, so Barry knows nothing about Greg. I don't. No, I don't. So obviously Greg's well-known in the uh, Cleveland community for all his work he does. Um, yeah. So Barry, take it away. What do you want to ask him? Um, well, where do I start? Well, I gotta, I, I, go ahead. I'll start with saying hi. Good, good to meet you, Greg. <laughs> hi. Nice to meet you. I, I got to chat with Greg before the show started, and I learned a lot about Greg, actually. Did you? But not his professional life, just his, mm. his uh, love for his children. Wow. Oh. Spot on. And his wife, too, of course. Oh, he, absolutely. He didn't mention her, actually. No. <laughs> Gee, a guy that loves his, loves his kid. Great, great interview, Barry. <laughs> so uh, you, really found, you really found a unique one. So anyways, I've known Greg for, what, five, six years Something like that. Um, yeah, yeah. I can tell you a little story about him. Um, I know that some some people hold me responsible for getting Greg into running. Nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, if anything, my introduction to running for Greg should have put him off of running forever. So uh, our first time we went to the ledges, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember we did a 10-mile run? We went uh, from Happy Days, we did uh, the ledges and back, and do you remember trying to get down those stairs at like mile nine? Maybe we did 12 uh, miles. I, I, I was injured. So. <laughs> uh, and now Greg is a way better ultra runner than I will ever be. Uh, he just won 
the Hylia 24-hour race in June? It was in June? Uh, May. May? End of May. Yeah. Close enough. Well, that's because no one else showed up. That's not true. There were people there. I saw pictures. Um, so, yeah. So, I got Greg here. Uh, how are you doing, Joe? Where do you I, think you caught uh, COVID? That was my question also. Oh. You know, I'm pissed because last week I was the most behaved I've been in probably two years. Well, at least since getting my boosters. I didn't go to karaoke. I didn't do the podcast. I didn't golf. I didn't do shit. And I still got it somehow. Did you give it to Karen? I don't know. Did you give it to Karen yet? No. Oh, good job. No, we never we never see each other. <laughs> oh. And and why do you have to be in the office and she gets the bedroom? You're sick. I know, but that was my doing. It's less disrupted this way because I got my computer here. I got a TV here. But what if you accidentally went into the bedroom and like sneezed on the bed and then we're like, uh, Karen, I'm sorry I went to the bedroom for something and I sneezed on the bed. Uh, can you just go downstairs for the rest of the week until I'm better? She'd do it. She would, wouldn't she? I, 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 may, I, may, I may hear about it weeks or months or years later, but she would do it in a heartbeat. Um. You know, I, I had COVID two weeks ago. Thanks for your concern. Um, and w- I was down the basement, and I had my own bathroom, my own TV, and my own and my computer down there. And I, I asked my wife. I said, "Can we just keep this arrangement going after I get better? Because it's working out pretty good." Well, if it wasn't if it wasn't a thousand degrees in this office because it's over the garage, so I get all that heat. And if I had my own bathroom. I'd totally accept that. Hey, anything's a bathroom if you really try hard enough. Why don't you go in the basement, Joe? I've been in your basement. You got a bathroom down there, right? Have you seen our basement ever since my son came home from college and he's going to the apartment? It's got so much shit in there. It makes me nervous wreck. I can never heal. Does he camp out down there too? Like, is he? He camps out down there. Yeah, his computer's down there and it's got all this shit that's going in there. It makes me nervous wreck. He's doing everything a young kid would do down there. I was concerned though because. Felt like total shit Monday night, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I was like, man, I got to feel good enough so I can call in for the show because both Barry and Scott called in with COVID. Yeah. I don't want subscribers thinking I'm a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Too late for that. But hey, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> too late. They already know. <laughs> do, yeah. Joe, do you want to talk about what your son is doing? I, I, don't, I know it's early, but I can't talk about it. Okay. Okay, I won't, I won't bring it up then. It's an NDA type of thing, but I, I can't it. wait to talk about it some other time. Yeah, that's going to be great. Pretty cool, though, isn't it? It's Oh, my God, I can't wait till you can talk about it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to uh, support his, his sex reassignment surgery. I'm totally on board. I'm trying to be more woke, so I think that's very exciting. I'm happy for him, yeah. and I'm happy for you. He actually- but I am, I am feeling much better, thank you, and yeah. I think it's... It's because of all the thoughts and prayers, because it has to be the thoughts and prayers, because it's not the fucking likes, subscribes, and reviews, is it, Andy? No, obviously not. And just so you know, uh, I got back from Michigan, and Joe and Karen and Scott's wife, Carol, came over to wish me a happy birthday and to hang out. Um, this was the day before Joe got turned up positive, and we happened to stay outside, because it was a nice night and we were drinking. And then I already knew it wasn't going to be a late night for me, but I had one too many. And I, I, they could not have been there an hour. And I, and I Irish exited upstairs. I was like, if I go back out there, I'm just going to fall asleep in front of everybody. So I just said, let's serve two evils. I'm just going to walk upstairs and go to bed. Well, did Adrian tell you how that, how that panned out? No. I'd be like, oh, I, well, I, 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 you know, if anything, thank you, Adrian, for saving it for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So you go take the dog for a walk, right? I did. I don't know. You were gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you said you were. I did take You were gone. Walk. You were probably gone five minutes. And then Adrian kept looking down at her watch. She said, Where's Andy? I was like, I don't know. He took the dog for a walk. She's like, we should be back by now. I was like, he's literally in the neighborhood. And she checked her GPS. She couldn't focus on having a conversation worried about you. And I said, because I left my phone there. I said, I'll go check. 
Oh, and then she's even checking Rue's like GPS thing. So I said, fine, I'll go check. So I get on my shoes and then I'm walking up and down the neighborhood. Wow. Hoping I, hoping I see you so that she can relax. Well, then I didn't see you. <laughs> so then <laughs> I had to go back after 10 minutes and be like, yeah, I uh, couldn't find you. <laughs> see, I, I feel bad because the, the, big thing was I left my phone there. So if I'd had my phone with me, I would have texted her and just been like, went to bed. <laughs> yeah. Went to quote unquote bed. Uh-huh. Andy, you mentioned the Irish exit. It, it really is a great, one of the Irish people's greatest uh, contributions to modern life. I, I agree. It, it's so great. I'm not just saying that because I'm Irish. It, it, it's just so fantastic. I have actually pioneered the Irish hello where you just show up and don't say anything. <laughs> Stand there and look at everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Um, so, Greg, what's your favorite episode so far? Well, and talking to the microphone and talking to the butthole. Oh, okay. yeah, the butthole. Yeah. Well, um, maybe it's an episode you don't want to talk about anymore. Really? Maybe. Really? I, I was a little nervous showing up. I thought maybe there'd be a homeless guy outside. <laughs> we love that homeless guy. Oh, and, yeah. and at the time, we thought it was the most funny thing lo- we ever did. I loved it. And then we got home, and then my wife listened to it, and Scott's wife listened to it. She was right. And they were right. So was Carol. Yeah, they were both right. Like Sometimes you have to listen to other people. Mm-hmm. They were like... That ain't. It, would you want your kids to listen to this? And I was like, no. No, no, you don't. And that's why I thought it was funny. But it was my fault because he said, do you want me to come on as myself or can I be a character? And I said, well, you do whatever you want. You want to be a character, be a character. I should not have done that. He did such a good job, too. He was funny. He did not break character. No. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. It was, his, yeah. his performance was wasted on us. I blame Scott because he was enjoying it. And Scott's usually my uh, moral compass. Yeah, he should have, uh, you know, spoke up when he had the chance. So, yeah. Well, yeah, well if so. I recall correctly, because I didn't attend that one, thankfully, um, Scott thought it was hilarious, too. Yes. Because I remember receiving all those messages from you guys. Oh, my God. Best episode ever. And I'm thinking, oh, great. Super. The great thing about Shimmy's performance was he really committed 100 percent, which of course yes. you have to do right and he was very That's convincing a true artist he really was i mean was he really playing a character though <laughs> shimmy as himself well i couldn't tell oh, oh. yeah you know spend a night with him then tell me if you think he's really playing a character no thank you i've spent many a night when we cuddled uh anyways do you have a question for the show oh me yeah um, I mean, nothing I can think of right now. So, you know, well, I, I so, was, so you could you could take Dave Goldstein's place, no problem. Oh yeah, or Scott. <laughs> well, when Barry w- was walking up, I I'm like that could be Dave, but it wasn't. No. <laughs> I'm Dave 2.0. You're, you're East Side Dave. <laughs> yeah. Is what we decided. That's fine. Let's go with that. I, I'm so excited for Greg to see Barry's phone fall at some point. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I, I'm, I'm about to shut you down, MFR. You ready for this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, look. Joe, he got a new phone stand. <laughs> no way. And you can't, it's, it's impossible to knock over. <laughs> Just try. You know what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was using the gin bottle as a phone stand because I didn't want to blow. You know the uh, the secret, the reveal. Yeah, it was the a big reveal. reveal. Yeah, exactly, Joe. <laughs> so, I, I, can, can we say something about Joe before you interrupt me? Yes, Joe, you're doing an amazing job. I won't interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I was trying to t- talk uh, on the phone to the podcast, I had a very difficult time. Like I felt like I could never get a word in, but Joe has having absolutely no problem doing that. I don't know. Maybe it's because there's. Are, only... say, are you saying I'm talking too much? Not no. at all. No, you're you're fine. No, I. You know what? I, there must be some setting on the the roadcaster that I I didn't set up. I, I mean, I read about it. It should just work right out of the box. But for whatever reason, I could play stuff on the phone, but I could not hear you right. through the speakers. So, but yeah. I'll figure it out before we uh, transfer to the basement. We should take a picture of all the settings. That's what we'll do. That's a good idea. Well, That's a except good for the. Except for the missing gin and tonic in my hand, I do feel like I'm there. 
Yeah, well, I got Barry a bottle of so- Sovereign Gin that he's propping his phone against, and he's not using his phone. <laughs> I will save you some, uh, some of this gin, Joe, because it looks really good. Um, I did want to bring up something. Well, first of all, Barry, you, you said last time that you wanted to complain about the episode you weren't at. Um, do you remember any of your complaints? Or at least comment, review, or maybe rate and subscribe it. Do you even remember? Yeah, Joe said I wanted to have sex with a female gorilla because I was worried that my penis wasn't long enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is not true. Well, your penis is long enough compared exactly. to a male gorilla. Exactly. <laughs> I only wanted to have sex with a female gorilla when I found out that a male gorillas that male gorillas have tiny junk. And that was it was just a bonus that uh, you know, yeah. I I just happen to like female gorillas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> We grew up in the age of Planet of the Apes, so, I mean... What's not to like? You're always like, which one would I go after? So, really, it was just a win-win. Yes. <laughs> I have another note here about that episode, and I don't remember the context. All I remember... I just listened to it, so I may... It says here, somebody mentioned Sheets. Yeah, that was me. Okay. One time I was at Sheets, and I was waiting in line, and there was, like, two people in front of me and two people behind me. And as I'm standing there in line, this friend of mine, he's more of an, maybe an acquaintance. He's a friend of a friend. He comes walking in and like doing the penguin walk uh, with his, like, as if he's clenching his butt cheeks while he walks and he just makes a beeline for the bathroom. Right. So it's clear (laughs) that he's about to shit his pants. Sheets his pants. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and. I have not. I've never mentioned it to him. Every time I've seen him since then, and I'm not. I want to bring it up, but I just haven't found the right moment. Oh, you should totally bring it up. Remember that time you were at Sheets? <laughs> you you know, maybe you don't yourself? have. Maybe you don't have to bring it up. You should be like, "Hey, listen to this podcast. <laughs> Let's just listen to this one episode." Buddy. I wonder if he will know who he is, and if he'll remember that day, because those are both you know variables in that equation. <clears throat> And then another another thing that I thought of when I was listening to the, that episode was you guys were talking about uh, trans people and, and being transphobic and stuff. And, I, and I, I actually I was thinking to myself, if you would never consider being with a trans person, you know, uh, romantically, like they're it's off the table. It doesn't matter what they look like. Doesn't matter what you have in common with them. Doesn't matter what your relationship was with them. It's just as soon as you find out that they're trans, it's off the table. Does that make you transphobic? In and of itself, that's a that's a great question for Greg. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I just go with the flow. Well, he's just playing a character yeah. called Greg, so we yeah. don't really know who he is. I just go with the flow. Uh, uh, to me, like, like you know, I felt like there were different layers, right? Yeah. I mean. The the thing, I mean, for me, I mean, no interest in the penis on somebody else. So that's that's right. a no go for me. Right. Um, right. But I, I would say and, and Dave had a good point, too, is like, yeah, I thought after a while, well, I've been with my wife for, you know, 25 years now. If she told me now, well, probably who cares? Right. It wouldn't matter. Right. It's a good. But point. But, it, but Dave had a point about being truthful, like Very like good. you lied to me for 25 years. Right. You know, that sort of thing. But. Yeah. It's a great point. I don't know. I, I don't think if you're just like, I, it, to me, it's a hard concept to get around sometimes because I just keep thinking about that penis. <laughs> you know, it used to be there, wasn't there. And, and that's weird. But yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't begrudge anybody to be who they are. The and, me- but people shouldn't begrudge you if that's like someone you don't want to date. Like, sure. I don't Andy. think that's transphobic. Right. Like it's just on my thing. What if it was? What if it was a chocolate penis? Well, I could play then the sound you, clip, but you would. Then hear would it. you be open to it? Well, Barry would, yeah. And we still have to get one on here <laughs> to see if he really would eat a chocolate dick. Uh, do you have anything else? Because I do have something that you mentioned too. When you're done, <clears throat> well, I also wanted to talk about my experience at Disney. I had a few comments about that, but that's a separate thing. It has nothing to do with that other episode. Okay. Well, you did mention that. You can do a perfect speed buggy. Oh yes, impression. yes, yeah, I can do that. So I, hopefully, I have speed buggy pulled up, and you can go first, and then we can play it. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Unless, yeah, go ahead. Okay, here goes. 
Hey, where we going? Where we going? Where we going? <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. I think without even doing it, but uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> Hold on, Joe. This is it, Speed Buggy. Good luck. Hang in there, Speedy. All right, let's hear that now. <laughs> I have to do an impersonation of of just a, of what he just said. That would be nice. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's give it the old room a zoom zoom. Ah, it's pretty good, <laughs> Joe. I know you couldn't hear that, but Barry can do speed buggy. It's probably my best impersonation. Uh, Joe, we interrupted you in, in the middle of something. I think Joe passed out. Joe, are you okay? I think Joe put us on hold. Yeah. We need to call 911. Wow. Joe, are you okay? Oh my god, I think Joe died. I think we just lost him. That sucks. Somebody call Karen. Oh, you know, I had a question for Joe. I lost what? Joe, are you back? I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Oh, you know what? I know exactly where I went. Where? So. (laughs) Something started playing on your phone. It It was a jaunty show tune, I think. No, no, it was. So whenever I'm over the garage, so when everybody starts my car, my phone switches oh, over to the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Ava just got a handful or an earful of. Oh, wow. <laughs> you're, podcast. you're probably going to have to have a talk with her afterwards because we, uh, we were balls deep in chocolate dick. <laughs> <laughs> it was chocolate Wait. dick this, and I could really take more than you, and how big is it, and oh, that feels good. And then I love how it melts in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, you, you might want to have talk with her. Let's just say none of that would surprise her. <laughs> what about you, Greg? You got any impressions you know you can do? Impressions? Yes. Um, no. <laughs> no. I do have a question for Joe. All right, that's all the time okay. we have for Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, Greg ain't looking was, to replace nobody. It was great being here. I'll see you later. <laughs> Always go out on top. Um, no, I, I have something from, I can't remember what episode. But it was when Joe lost his phone, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That was okay. a funny episode. Okay, so you had the phone. You, you couldn't find it because it was in your back pocket where your wallet yeah. usually is. Mm-hmm. Where was your wallet? I had left it at home. <laughs> okay. That, that's been bothering me for a Dude, long time. We never even got to yeah. that. Okay. All so right. you left it at home. Oh so God. how did you pay for your meal? Or your drinks? I, I didn't. Uh, Ashley let you off with a warning? No. Uh, when <laughs> Sounds even more pathetic. No, when my young daughter came to pick me up, um, she brought in my wallet. Hey, oh, okay. Emma, I need you to come in here and pay daddy's fire tab. And then, right? I made her, then I made her read the small font to me and do the math and sign the check. Okay. That's okay. a good girl. <laughs> That's a great question. I had a question. So it, it's sort of along the line of last week's question. If, if an alien came down here and they were hot and you married the alien and then you found out later they were an alien, would that be okay? And I'll ask the other question later. Would it be okay to marry an alien and if they, they didn't tell you at first? Would you be upset, even if they were really hot? Man. Even I'm bothered how I'm going to answer this. <laughs> but no, that wouldn't bother me. I mean, neither. I would go straight Jim Kirk on that alien. All right. Greg? Um... Like maybe that green lady alien from Star Trek. Oh, even like, like the reptiles from V, but they were hot when they weren't reptiles. 
Absolutely. I'd be like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'm colorblind. I thought you just had a tan. Okay. So my next, my, my follow-up question is, is it cheating on your wife if you have sex with an alien? Definitely not. Hmm. <clears throat> Absolutely not. I'm going to answer. I also Greg. say that it's a different species, so probably not. Right. I forget. Did we, was it the general consensus that if you fooled around with an animal, your wives would consider it cheating. Uh, we, I think what we thought is our wives would consider us uh, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Was that, um, was that in reference to the, the boys episode with the deep? I, I think oh, yeah. that, I do believe that's where I, I, I thought I started to think about it. Yeah. Such a good show. I don't think it would be cheating, but I also think it would be that you would be, um, yeah, she would. She would not be pleased with it. Though I do think that if it was like a, a hot alien chick that resembled a woman, she'd consider it cheating. Cheating. But if it was just like a circular blob with yeah. like a bunch of eyes, See? then she'd be like, she'd be like, no, you're not cheating. You're just, you're just weird. Yeah. Both would end the same results mm-hmm. on the streets. So homeless. But. So, right. So one last follow up. If that alien was Emma Stone, is that cheating? Never. What if never was before? <laughs> never will be in the future. What if it's Emma Stone, but with like fifteen eyes? I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> might might even be better. Yeah. More to see you. With. <laughs> All right. So, what else do we have? You got anything, Barry? Yeah. Anything bothering you? Yeah, I want to talk to my trip to about about my trip to uh, to Disney World. Good. Had a good time, except I got COVID. <laughs> oh, so you didn't get it from Scott? No. Okay. I don't think because I I just assumed Greg started to assume it was like a a human centipede type yeah. situation. I'm like with poor, the blindsided crew. Yeah, I got here in the Joe's. And I'm just like, home. thank God I'm the head. So, you know, we flew down there and I don't think I was exposed prior to going down there. And I wore a mask, an N95 mask in the plane, both on the way down there and on the way back the entire time. Never took the damn thing off. OK, so I don't know how I, I probably got COVID in the park. And I think it was the first day that we were there. We went to um, Disney Springs and I waited in, in the line. I did wait in line to get into the Lego store with my son. And I think that's where I got it because I really didn't spend a lot of time, like an extended period of time around anybody while we were at Disney Springs. It's just a bunch of stores, as everybody knows who's been there. So anyway, that's where I think I had COVID was waiting in line at the Lego store. Mm. Or it could have been our first day in the park, which was our second day there when I, you know, obviously you wait in line quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. So one thing that I noticed when I was at Disney World is every day in the afternoon, it rains. Right. It just starts pouring rain at like three to four o'clock, something like that. And I should have known that because I used to live in Florida and I did the exact same thing. I lived half an hour from Disney World when I lived in Florida and it was the exact same there as it was when I was there uh, two weeks ago. And I was quite a bit younger when I lived in Florida. Like I was 11. That's the oldest I was when I lived down there. And so I'm standing around in Disney World. All of a sudden it goes from like family friendly, happy family fun time to a 40 acre wet t-shirt contest. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm trying not to feel like a perv. I'm walking around the park looking at my feet because I don't want my daughter seeing me eyeballing anybody. Right. Anyway, so that was fun. Um, and, and then, and then there's all the women who are walking around with no bras on and they have their arms folded for like two hours which I thought was funny also. Uh, anyway, um, the, the, another thing I noticed about Disney World, a lot of funny T-shirts mm-hmm. at Disney, right? Some of them are stupid, but some are funny. Like one, one I noticed, it said, everybody's got something to say on their T-shirt. One guy had a shirt that said, most expensive day ever. Which, oh, wow. That's a real good one. Yeah, not, right. not that great. It's irritating. More, not, it's not really funny, but it, I saw probably 20 of those T-shirts. Another guy had a shirt that said, I wish this line would Mufasa. Uh-huh. Yeah, pretty weak. Barely even sounds like move faster, right? But anyway, another, another guy had a shirt. I, I thought of you when I saw this one, Andy. 
Who's the drunkest of them all? Epcot shirt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pretty Cause, good. Because it, it, you, your hope is other people have the same shirt on, so you can give them the nod when you yeah. pass them in <laughs> yeah. Epcot. Yeah, yeah. A little fist bump, maybe. Dap me up, bro. Yeah. All right. Uh, another one I saw that was sort of funny. Hakuna Nodala. Uh-huh. Worked pretty good, right? It means no money for the rest of your stay. <laughs> lots of lots of Star Wars shirts. So I, I, after I saw these shirts, I thought, like, what if I was going to design my own Disney T-shirt with a funny saying? What would it say? Oh, that's a good question. I'll t- I have a couple of my own, and you guys can think about uh, one that you want to, you know, print up and sell. The first one would say, "Get the fuck out of my way, asshole." <laughs> Wow. Now that's a t-shirt made it especially for me, too. My second one would say, thanks for breathing on me. Now I have COVID jackass. <laughs> Third, you're paying $500 a day for this. Why are you at the pool? Why are all these people at the fucking pool? They're, they're paying hundreds of dollars a day, and they're at the pool. That's the rest day. I guess. Well, they're drinking, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can drink at Epcot. Okay. True. I, I get it. Around I, the world. You know, yeah. I guess part of my thing is I'm cheap, and I wouldn't want to spend a day at Disney and go to the pool. Like I could do that here. You know. That's, so if you have if you have enough money and you don't care, I guess like I get it then. Okay. So uh, what else? Uh, another shirt I would I would. Where would say, why didn't I just go to Cedar Point? (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. And lastly, got it. You're a cast member, not a janitor. Are you playing Joe Dirt in in Joe Dirt the musical? (laughs) (laughs) That's deep. Wow. Okay. Anyway, let's see what else. Uh, I've never been to Epcot. Really? And you told me how great it was, and I had no clue because I've never been there. And I've been to Disney World, I think, like 10 times, and I've never been to Epcot. But, so that's my first trip to Epcot. Loved it. I would, def- I would never go to Disney again without going to Epcot. I loved the place. There's no pressure there. Right. Right? It's not like, I got to go see this. I got to go do this. I'm just like, whatever I come across, uh, it'll be okay. Well, I was reading a lot about Epcot on the way down there and in the hotel, and apparently they've added a bunch of rides to Epcot mm-hmm. in the past, like, say, 20 years or so, 15 years, something like that. And the Guardians of the Galaxy is, ride is one of the rides that they've added recently, and that is by far the best roller coaster I've ever been on in my entire life. Yeah. I love, I absolutely loved it. It, it was just, ba- it was like, I think, two or three weeks away from opening when we went. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Worth, it's worth it if you go back. Um. Yeah, so Epcot is basically like a giant outdoor shopping mall. Correct. Yeah. Hey, real quick, before you go farther, because I don't want you to cover without me mentioning it, getting a chance to mention it. When you visited the Star Wars area, right? Mm-hmm. At any point, did you get an erection? <laughs> <laughs> I, I assume I did. I don't recall like, the exact moment, but I would. I would assume that I did. I'd say at any point, did you lose your erection? <laughs> did you quiz the no. char- character? <laughs> I, I had, excuse me, Princess Leia would not say that. And I'll tell you why, because in Empire Strikes Back, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that would be me and my son. But we would both do that. That's great. I wanted to go to Galaxy's Edge. That's what the Star Wars part is called. I wanted to go there ever since it opened like three years ago or whatever. And I, because I knew my son wanted to go and he's like right at like the oldest age that I would, you know, I, if I could have taken him a couple years ago, I would have done that, but he had an absolutely great time. And that was really, that was, you know, 50% of the reason that we went was because of that. Right. And he, yeah. he loved it. He, he made his own, he, he went to the thing where you build your own lightsaber and we did that. And that was super fun. Yeah. How much did that set you back? Two bills. Yeah, yeah. Might, might have been two fifty. Yeah, I think it was two fifty. Is, is it amazing though? It was worth it. Yeah, I, I videotaped the whole thing. If you guys want to see what that, it's like, that thing will cut through hot flesh like nothing. <laughs> totally worth it. Yeah, he but, liked it. He was excited. And he, when he was younger, when he was like eight, we did. They had a thing where you did. You got to train as a Jedi, and you got to fight Darth Vader and and, and actual you know, like actors playing Darth Vader and stormtroopers and stuff up on a stage. And we, he did that. And so we've done, we did both now. 
You know, when we were kids, you remember how sucky our lightsabers were? Oh. They were those things, those like plastic three three piece things that you flicked out and went and it had a flashlight in it. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'd always have to push it back in. It would never go back in, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't have that. I just had that yellow wiffle ball bat. <laughs> you had to pretend. Here, Joe, here's your lightsaber. <laughs> well, you're from Southern Ohio, so that makes sense. Yes. You were like but it's yellow. Well, you can paint it whatever color you want, Joe. It was also my sword. It was also my rifle. It was also my walking stick. And my best friend. Did you did you do the thing where you push a hula hoop around with the stick? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, your your segment on your vacation leads into my commercial, oh, good. which was my vacation. I went to Michigan. Joe, you're not going to be able to hear it, but... I understand the rules. If you're smart enough to understand Michigan now, you may understand what the commercial's about, and when we come back, I'll ask you if you have a guess, okay? I'll see you in a minute and a half. Yep. Maybe not. As life starts moving faster and faster, we need to make a choice. To move faster with it, or to step off every now and then to marvel at the wonders around us, to take in new sights and sounds, and remember just how beautiful life can be. Let's take in a big, deep breath of pure Michigan and get stoned out of our minds. (laughs) Water. It can be the bottle we grab as we rush out the door to work, or it can be the waves lapping on the shore outside our cabin window, or the amount we put in our bongs. Water can be puddles on a sidewalk or the stream where we teach our kids to fish. Or water can be there for our dry mouths after splitting a doobie. (laughs) Look at our clear blue sky as the birds fly by and smack right into our endless dispensary billboards. Visit our rolling dunes while you roll one of your own if you get my drift. Let's take in a big, big, deep whiff of pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. In other words, the best and only reason to go to Michigan. <laughs> Any guesses, Joe? <laughs> no. I don't know. I, I couldn't get over Barry laughing <laughs> so much. <clears throat> That's it's good. either got to do with weed uh, or alcohol. Yeah, that's it. Weed. Nice. <laughs> Makes me want to go. You, as soon as you get into Michigan, I was like, I look up at this. I was driving. I go, hey, look at that, Adrian. Uh, we're in Michigan now. Here's our first dispensary sign. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Michigan is just everywhere you go is weed, 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 weed. So, it's pure Michigan. I heard the streets are paved with it. <laughs> they could be. It smelled like it. Um, I had another question because I, I think about this a lot. And Barry, I think, may have hit on it a little bit with his, uh, with his notes today. Do you feel like you do your best material when you're not here? I mean, it's part of the reason I always say save it for the podcast. Oh, yeah. But uh, there are so many times where I'm out on a run or... I'm in my car, and I'm just like, oh, I am fucking so funny. This is so great. And then I'm like, there's no audience here to witness it. It's like, you know, if a bear shits in the woods, you know, or a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, did it fall? Yeah. I'm like, man, did, did those jokes really happen? I don't know. Do you guys feel that way? Because <laughs> I do. <laughs> I... uh wrote I, I, I thought of a bunch of stuff that I wanted to say about Disney and I probably only remembered about 25% of it and and I didn't I didn't write a lot of it down because I didn't want to pull my phone out and take notes and stuff you said the same thing it's like you know you're running and sometimes you want to stop and scribble it down but sometimes you don't and I do know this if I don't scribble it down it's lost forever in oh, time for sure and for like sure. like I don't know how many times that's happened where I've been like oh I know I had something about Something, but it's gone now, and it's never ever coming back. Yeah, for sure. I uh, 
I one of the benefit. Well, one of, definitely one of the drawbacks of having a bad memory is I forgot Scott wasn't going to be here until I got here and he wasn't here, and I prepared all my amphibian sounds. I, I am ready to go, so I'll be ready to go for next time, maybe unless I forget. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure Scott will be here next week. Unless oh, I'm sure. Unless somebody's got to go pitch a tent somewhere. <laughs> Scott's always pitching a tent. <laughs> Wherever he goes. With his ripped off nipple and his bulbous head. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Damn. Wow. Hey, Joe, do you have anything today or are you just sitting there coughing? No, I do have something. Great. So I've been sitting in my room, and I don't know about you guys. When, whenever you're laying there sick or you got time to kill, some people catch up on Netflix or watch sports or whatever. I don't do that. I always gravitate towards cooking shows. Weird. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of the PBS, and now there's like a recipe TV cooking show. So I had a couple observations. They're quick, which leads to a fight. Um. All the women chefs are so hot now. You guys yeah. notice? What about that Lydia lady? Yeah. Even her? Lydia is the old oh. lady on PBS from who's like from Italy. Oh, she's still hot, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 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 That accent. Yeah, that's true. No, but that's a good example, right? So, Smelling like, like it kind of reminds me of, like, the female sportscasters when they first started. They weren't much to look at, but they were female. And now, all of a sudden, all the sportscast women are just hot it's a great point all the chefs are hot right like they can't not put somebody that's not hot on anymore yeah i find it insulting personally right <laughs> i agree especially on pbs yeah yeah uh anyways and then the second observation is nobody washes their fucking hands after touching raw meat oh that's a good point that's great. they just kind of like brush they brush it off on their apron so my question to you guys was do you need to? Am I just doing it unnecessarily, or you're supposed to wash your hands thoroughly after touching raw meat? Greg should be able to answer this question. After chicken, I have to wash my hands like every five seconds. <clears throat> what I about can't stand. fish? Well, the good news is there won't be any fish in my house. <laughs> you don't like fish, or you're allergic. Oh, don't like fish. Okay. You know, some shrimp, lobster, whatever. Um, now, red meat? Here's, here's the you can kind of get away with red meat, it's right, but I still want to. Yeah, but, here, but chicken, absolutely. You can touch anything that's going to get cooked. But what it, if then you touch right. something else that's not right? Get right. You can't touch anything that's not going to get cooked. But other uh, than that, you're good. Like here's some crudite that I just manhandled with my big ham-fisted chicken-filled fists. Uh, okay. Well, what about when you have? Chicken on the grill, you just put it on, and you go to flip it with the tongs, and it's raw, uh, right? Yeah. And then when they're almost cooked, that raw is still on the tongs. That's a great point, right? Yeah. I is it, it though, I, or I, once you're because you're holding over the four or five hundred degree heat, does that mm. kill the germs or something? I don't know. I, I always go in and rinse off myself, I, but I was just wondering. I play it safe and I let the dog lick it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good move. Uh, just yeah. that was just my my observations, and well, then yeah. that led to a fight. Yeah, is it two Who women? Would win in a fight? Just I need to look at pictures if it's two women. Oh, it is two women. Okay, well that'll that'll make it easy to figure out. Who would win in a fight between uh, Julia Child? Okay, well, and Martha like... Stewart. <laughs> uh, oh, this is Martha Stewart's hotter, without a doubt. She was like a fashion and, model, and she's a criminal. Yes, a smooth criminal. Yes, yeah. she is. Yeah, she's got friends from jail. Yeah, oh, and yeah. she's friends with Snoop. Yeah, I knew you guys would fall for that. Yeah, but you're totally wrong. Because you, you're going to oh. say Julia Child was in the army or something like that. Well, right? no. You know why she wasn't in the army? She was too fucking tall. <laughs> oh. She was six foot two. And how tall is Martha Stewart? She's like five. Five foot nothing, probably. Five Four? foot nothing. Julia Child would beat her ass. And then the second reason why Martha Stewart, yeah, she was in jail, but it was like one of those like fancy white collar criminal jails. And two, she smokes dope. Yeah. Who who do you know well? Who do you know that wants to fight after smoking dope? Uh, well, we don't know. What but have you ever seen? But uh, you ever seen her crush a bottle of 
Pinot while cooking up some lobster tail or something. Well, I, I, she could drink yeah. like a fish. I do remember when Dan Aykroyd, was it Dan Aykroyd who played her on Saturday Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all that blood went everywhere, but it wasn't yeah. wasn't part of his shtick. He was he was swigging down a bunch of wine while he was doing Yeah, it. a bunch of sherry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So once she was 6'2", she could put away the booze, and I think she could definitely hold her own. It's Martha Stewart. Good one, Joe. So who watching PBS, who is your favorite PBS cooking show host? Uh, each new one I watch. I, and you know what I like about this whole segment is that there's a million fucking stations now. There's a cooking, like a food network, and there's a cooking channel probably, and this and that. Yeah, it's RecipeTV.com like, recipe or yeah, something like that. I was like, I'm, I'm watching PBS just like I did when I was a kid. Oh. <laughs> you know? Ain't got commercials. Yeah. I, I do like my talk sh- or my food show hosts to be sexy, but I'm a big Jacques Pepin guy. Love that guy. <laughs> I don't know who that is. French cooking guy on, on PBS. His daughter comes on every once in a while. She's kind of hot, too, but uh, yeah. I, I heard somewhere that, remember the Galloping Gourmet? Jacques Pepin worked for Julia Child. That's how he got on PBS. No. He was on PBS, the Galloping Gourmet. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. I think he got arrested for pedophilia. Probably. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oops. So not every PBS host has a charmed life. <laughs> um, I prefer my talk, my food show host to not be pedophiles. Me too. Yeah. Uh, that's where I draw the line. See, I do have a line I will draw. <laughs> well, now I've got to say I draw the line there too. Otherwise, I'm <laughs> we all, a man out. I'll yeah. just put it on record. Greg's okay with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just go with the flow. <laughs> Greg, I think what Greg's doing here today is he's working on his catchphrase. Yeah. I just go with the flow. He's be- yeah. beating it into our heads. <laughs> He's working on his version of whoop, whoop. Oh, man, yeah. I, I caught myself saying that throughout the day. You I guys, say, listen I to say, yeah. Hey, American Bullfrog, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, no. <laughs> Not without Scott here. Um, Spring Peeper. <laughs> Let's wait till Scott's here because it's... Listen, he's so proud that... That he came up with something. It was good. Yeah. It was just like his joke last week. His one joke about Howard Stern being shocked, jock blocked. Yeah. And uh, I, Barry, I, the one time I felt bad you weren't there, besides the fact that you were sick, was when Carol just looked over at him with love in her eyes like, oh my God, Scott made up yeah. funny. Yeah. You know? She was I'm, like, it's been 20 some years. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably wow. like when like, you know, uh, the baby uh, kid uses the toilet for the first time. He's like, oh, my God, you didn't use the potty. You went pee-pee in the potty. Except for for that kid's 49. (laughs) And, of course, with his big bulbous head, you would think there's full of knowledge and full of funny things. But, nope, apparently it's empty. His wharf-like head with its crevices, much like the moon. Yeah. Anyways, um, I did have something else. Oh. So speaking of fights, and if we're sticking with cooking, so just a you guys, complete dunderhead when it comes to anything creative. <laughs> it's true. Um, did you guys know Man versus Food? Do you remember that one? Yes. Oh yeah. Him versus Guy Fieri. Because I think oh. like uh, this is what I used to think. I used to think they were the same person, they and are. that he just had two shows, and he had to, he had to look different. Yeah, there's some similarities for there for sure. Yeah. So you're saying the newer guy that sort of has the reddish hair, the not like the original, not Adam Richman or no, whatever Adam, his name was, the, the original ori- guy. The original guy, Adam. No. He would go around to places where you had to eat a four-pound steak yeah. in, in, right. in 30 seconds. And, yeah, Which gets us to another topic afterwards. He had to eat 42 chocolate dicks. <laughs> he did that one for free. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I have no proof, but that, that guy just seems like a poser. With his dyed hair and his Oakley yeah. sunglasses, Guy Fieri. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he, I don't think he could take a punch. Is my guess. Yeah. yeah, he's never he's never worked a hard day in his life. Even though he claims to be this really <laughs> top chef guy, but I, I also agree. And then getting back to man versus food, man, how could someone do that that many shows and not nope. fucking die? 
Not me. I couldn't. Yeah. I would watch it just because I was like, at some point during one of these shows, he's going to have a heart attack. (laughs) And I want to be there when that happens. Is that why people kept watching? I did. Yeah. I was like, okay, after he eats his 72-ounce steak, he's just going to go, ugh, a little indigestion. (laughs) And then it's going to go, there's going to be like a little blackout and be like, Adam had to go to the hospital after this. Uh, We will not be back in the near future. It was nauseating to watch. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Yeah. My brother is really good at food challenges. So, funny side note, uh, during college... He sort of got his way through college by accepting food challenges from people. Like, because he didn't have a lot of money. So if someone would be like, hey, Dave, if you eat these 24 tacos, I'll pay for them. He'd be like, all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, that's the time to do it is in college. Yeah, I was proud of him. So um, I, I remembered something else from that, that other episode that I was talking about, which is. You guys were talking about like your favorite song uh, from musical theater. Your favorite musical song from yeah. a musical, Mac the Knife, Three Penny Opera. That's me. What we were really talking about is what song would you play while you're getting a lap dance? Same. No. Mac the Knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining, men. <laughs> I don't want to get excited. It's raining, man. Okay, okay, that's helping. Hey. Let me just tell you, I, you guys maybe have done this. If you can ever get the chance to take your wife to a strip club, worth it. Definitely worth it. Uh, that's never happened <laughs> with me and my wife. That has never happened with me either. It's so great, though. Even though when we lived in Munson, Massachusetts, we lived uh, down the road from the Magic Lantern, which my friend's uh, frat brother owned. I'm not saying I, I've done it, but... Let's just say I want to do it. Let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Same here. Now, would you go to uh, a strip club, like guy strip club with her? No. Ooh. No. No? Never. You, I'll give so you a good you, reason. So you can't expect a woman to go to a, a regular strip club, I can right? hope. Oh. Right. Because that's hot. Yeah, it is kind of hot. I can't expect. I agree with that. I, I can hope. I agree. Um, but I, I also feel like if you go to a guy's strip club, like the guys are actually going to give you a hard time because like, they want to like push you. Yeah. You know, they want to make you uncomfortable. They want to shake their wang in your face. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. I can't picture Joni going to one of those because I could picture one to throw down with anybody that tried to give you a lap dance. That's true. Hmm. That's true. I can hope. I mean that's a fan. And I'm not talking. I'm not talking the good kind of throwdown. Wow. If you know what I mean, either. Wow, my wife's fighting for my honor. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's good too. Let's go with that. I'll just tell her it's just a restaurant. It's just a restaurant, honey. Yeah, <laughs> like going to Hooters. I heard they have a great buffet. Yeah, it's a great buffet. Prime rib buffet. I say that about Hooters every time. Like they have really good wings, which at one point was really true. Before like that was true. All these other places came out and did wings. I would be like, they do have good wings. We we can't talk about this anymore. We're gonna get this episode's gonna get canceled. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying Hooters has good wings. That's true. That's it. Nothing else. I mean, I was disgusted with what the uniforms they made the women wear. I was always going. I'd be like, listen, honey, put on a sweater. You're okay. You're you're worth more than this. I'm just here for the wings. I don't even like the color orange. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What is that? I mean, it, <laughs> let's let's have these women dressed in these really skimpy outfits, and let's have them be in the most unsexiest color we can imagine. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we could add a neon green hat. <laughs> uh. Well, the good thing about it is that it turns out that this episode is it's too much for our wives. We can always blame Greg. Oh, yeah. That's I'll, true. I'd do that for you guys. Kind of like we did for the uh, episode that shouldn't be named. Yeah. That was my fault. I take full responsibility for telling him he could play a character. <laughs> I knew I knew what I was getting into. Somewhat. Um, so, I do have... We didn't have a What's That Smell today. Surprise. But has anybody... Has, you guys can be honest with me. Has somebody lost the What's That Smell jar? 
I was not the last person who had it. I think it was Scott. I am done. I'm also not the last person to have it. Um, might have been might have been Goldstein. Well, he'll never tell right. now. For sure. You know how long it took. You know how long it took me to make that. What's that smell? Jar sock. I was going to say you're going to have to start working on another sock. Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> was I, that was too much time. I made it by hand, Andy. You sewed it together. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I do have a can of something. So what I thought is we could all take a little glass and we could try to guess what this cocktail is made of. Uh, Joe, this isn't okay. for you because you're not drinking because you're so sick. You wouldn't like it. So if someone could grab some glasses, I'm looking at Barry because he's closest. Don't trip on that wire. And- hey, while you guys are doing that, that leads to one of the questions I had. So I have not had a drink of alcohol since Sunday. So that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So it's going on four days, which might be embarrassingly to say, a record for me during the pandemic. Wow. What's the, what's the longest you think you've gone without alcohol since the pandemic? Uh, I think I did take a week off at some point. I, oh. I've been more in the having a beer after dinner almost every yep. night, you know, <clears throat> nothing too Same crazy. Here. I am, here. I am not a big drinker. So I'm sure I've gone multiple weeks. Yeah. That's why Barry has to miss the podcast sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go for three weeks with no drinks, and then I go on a wicked bender. Um, I've gone, but I'm, I'm, I've okay, gone a great. year. Yeah. Yeah, I've gone a year. Maybe more. Since the pandemic? Let's see. Uh I had a beer in your backyard, Andy. Yeah. And then I went oh, a whole year. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm transitioning out of alcohol. I, I, I've gotten into training like big time. Like yeah. That, that helped. Yeah. You know, but uh, I've had a couple on vacation that my wife's made me and it's just like small sips. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's like I, I hit the reset button. So, well, as um, an ultra runner, really, you're expected to drink beer. I, I guess so. You know, but uh, I will say I'm very proud of you, Joe. Four days. That's yeah. Good job, Thank you. Joe. Right, Joe. I'm going to make you a homemade chip of some sort. I want you to be like four days sober. Oh, don't get me wrong. I've still been getting into my daughter's leftover pain meds. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, so Cal- <laughs> California sober. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to try this drink. It's from Long Road Distillers. It's called the In Transit. I know. It's, it's a gin-based drink. I no that much. way. Really? Whoa. Yep, because you would never guess that. I would have guessed tequila. There's no way it doesn't have tequila in it. I'm going to tell you. It is one, two, three, four ingredients. Gin being, dry gin being one of them. Um, I'll say... Ginger, one. Incorrect. Aloe. Hmm. Also incorrect. Mm. <laughs> aloe. Aloe. It looks like it has aloe in it. It's that, bright green. Have you had a the drink thing. with aloe in it? Yeah. My son buys that stuff all the time. Like aloe vera juice? Yes. Yeah. Okay. To me, it tasted like pool water. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't like it either. My son <laughs> likes it. He lo- but he, so, he loves pools. Okay. Uh, well, I don't taste pool water in this, so. Me either. And what's good about these is they were like, you can get them pre-canned or we can make them canned fresh. And by the way, if we can them fresh, uh, we don't have to obey the alcohol limit. So they're like, instead of like being 10%, they were like 25%. Holy crap. <laughs> Greg is drinking out of your Kentucky Derby cup, Joe. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I taste banana. Mm, you're close with the fruity flavors for sure hey joe what's that southern i know it's killing your ability to do it one of the ingredients is killing it pawpaw oh the pawpaw pawpaw (laughs) is that that's a pawpaw fruit Uh, greg's getting a call well i put it on vibrate so i don't know how that happened 
I was hoping it was spam so we could answer it. Um, do you guys want to know? I kind of like it, but I don't. I couldn't drink a ton of it, but it's good. No, it's a, it's a one drink thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's dry gin, but that's the same. It's not this one. They have a different gin uh, from Long Road. Orange liqueur, mango, and coffee demerara. Some kind of liqueur. Must be. I think the coffee part of it is, is what sort of masks what the, yeah. the actual fruits are. Where's the green come from? It's not green, yeah, really. It's, it's looks green to me. Well, it's probably yellow, but then because all the glasses oh. here are always dirty and full of. Oh, wait a minute, Barry. Origin. Weren't you blind? Weren't you colorblind though? I still am. <laughs> this didn't cure it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that woman just come in here? That was weird. <laughs> we just had a fan come in here, Joe. Ooh. I, I think she heard I was going to be here. Did she so. Did she look in there and realize I wasn't there and then took off? Um, let me see. Well, she's probably not who would win in the fight material. But you got to go with what you got, right? Anyways, um, I think we should all be back together next week. Is there any reason why you're not going to be here, Barry? I don't think so. I think I will be here. I should be here. Uh, by the you know, Joe is now uh, going to be starring in a, in a film so he, he he should be out in time yeah um, just I'll do a little plug uh, Joe got an acting gig yeah so the young uh-huh. the young filmmakers academy have a summer camp and they write their own uh, short oh and usually they they used to just write all kid parts but then they want to start getting into actually having adults and do stuff that included adults so uh, Joe is going to play a coach and I'm going to play the other coach and we're going to be filming a couple days next week but we will be out in time um, although Joe do you have a rehearsal on Thursday? Uh, no I can make it later okay are you guys going to wear those nut hugger coach shorts? yes oh, like bad news bears yes correct <laughs> That's funny you say that, but yes, they're like, do you do you have any red shorts? And and the shorter the better. <laughs> I was like, I don't. Uh, so you have to get me some, but I'll wear them afterwards. Mm. Uh, so parting thoughts, Joe. Uh Barry, I miss you. I've not seen you forever. You too, Joe. Andy, I'm glad um, I didn't give you the Rona. I, I am too because if I couldn't go away this weekend and do what I'm doing, yep. I would have been super bummed. But I did test myself this morning just for Greg's sake. Uh, wouldn't have mattered to Barry; he wouldn't he wouldn't recatch it. Um, and because I wasn't going to get on a plane, obviously, and infect others, but I'm clear. And uh, Greg, I would I would say I'd see you on the trails, but I'm never running again. <laughs> if you, Joe is, you are going to see him on the trails, though. Oh, that's right. I am. <laughs> so he's running Burning River. If Joe, oh, yeah. there's that's no right. way Joe is going to be in studio next week, is he? Uh, Hell yeah, bro. I'm fine with it. It's possible. Okay. Uh, the difference hey, between now and and when you were sick was that I wasn't about to go on my first vacation with my oh, wife in oh, three years. Gotcha. Um, so I would. Be it was okay just the two of you guys that went. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. What do you think I'm going to infect somebody, Barry? I don't care if you do or not. You're not going to infect no, me. No, he was just pointing out that you might still be testing positive. Well, you, I would assume he does. That, yeah. But that doesn't mean he's contagious. Right. Oh, I'm not testing myself anymore. I wouldn't. <laughs> Ever. Just let it roll. That's a good way to, to you know, yeah. say, hey, I feel fine. I'm good. Yeah. Um, Screw the rest of you guys. Yeah. I have, I really have nothing. I was going to give Greg parting words this week. Greg's a fan, which I appreciate. I'm sure he's rated, reviewed, and subscribed. Oh, multiple times. Yeah. Yeah, I voted twice. You got anything, Greg? Um, you know, I will say thank you for letting me come on a podcast. Good mm-hmm. to meet you. My first time on a podcast. Yeah. So now when I, I'm on Facebook. I didn't notice. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I mean, you guys are hitting your stride. You're on, what, episode 26. But you know what's great is now you're going to be like, I'm going to do my podcast, and it's going to be a spinoff of Blindsided. It's going to be called The Blind Side. 
And then these people here will think you've been doing it forever because they think that's the name of the podcast. That's a great theory. <laughs> they, they, you I, just come in and they, they won't even charge you. They'll be like, oh, you're the blindside guy. I, I think I just came up with a name for my podcast. <laughs> Going with the flow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? Of course. I could totally see Greg having a going with the flow thing. People come in, they ask questions, and you're just like, hey, man, let's go with the flow. I, let me, I, can, I like, can I like Scott's uh, take an Uber? Yep. <laughs> I get to give a shout out to Joe because he originally thought, man, all I can do is about 15 minutes, and he has been a trooper for this whole yep. like hour. Good job, Joe. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. It was, it's all because of the IV. All right. Hopefully, we'll see you all again next week. Um, have a good week and dream about us.